Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? I want to remind you about a couple of things down in the podcast description before we get started. Yes, yes, this is the time to hit follow and subscribe, and we'll see you Wednesday, Thursday of each week. Uh, Meanwhile, I have been having a lot of fun creating visualization meditations from my heart for you, uh, and I decided I wanted to gift you a couple of mini meditations because sometimes there's not enough time in the day, and I want to remind you that there is. So I have one on parenting one for fertility, and soon there's going to be one for your business, work, creating path. I have had so much fun, so I hope you enjoy them as much as I enjoyed making them. I also put a thank you button down below there, and that's just to remind us to keep going, that you want to support the show, or whatever your reason is, and we put up a collage of all of you who we're thankful for on the ninth of each month up on social media, uh, and Instagram, and uh, maybe even TikTok. We'll see if we can figure that out. All right, let's jump in. Hey, it's Coach Ariel Anderson, midlife mom, writer, podcaster, explorer with you. And I'm thinking today a lot about the traumas we experience, our children experience, and how we can work with navigating that realm. Uh, I was reminded of this a couple of days ago, not long ago, with Ella, and the smell of smoke. And it was interesting to see my response, but we're going to come up to that in just a moment. Thank you for being here wherever you are in the world. And uh, I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about your journey, your journey as a person, as a parent, and how and where you're creating and if it's bringing you joy and health. You know, I work a lot with people moving through really big transitions, you know, <laughs> from my own experience of moving country multiple times and my work and my career many times going from alone happily to partnership and into fertility and marriage and all that good stuff and stressful and beautiful and all the things combined and repatriating and working with a lot of changes like we all do we have our versions of traumas and dramas and growth and that's very much what this this channel, this podcast is about. So today we're going to dive into that. And I wanted just to kind of forewarn you, you know, trauma can <laughs> trigger trauma. So I want to prepare you for that. But definitely hit subscribe and follow. And we keep exploring different things with different people and sometimes with me. So today is me. And uh, so here I am. And it's been a smoke-free, fire-free year for us, at least in this particular state and area. We've been lucky because when we first landed from Czech Republic, it was just fire, fire, <laughs> go bag at the door and COVID, fire, fire, fire. That was just crazy. And it was so nice with all the rain that we got a long break. And so much so that I realized that maybe I was in a little denial that <laughs> that might not last forever. We are in a very 
dry area. It doesn't rain like it does in parts of Europe and other parts of the world in summer. So when Ella said, mom, I smell smoke. And I said, oh, maybe someone has a barbecue. <laughs> I realized that was me discounting her, her trauma signal, her trauma signal since she was three and came to this country. And this area is, she learned two weeks after, two and a half weeks after we arrived what the smell of smoke is and that it means there's fire and it could be dangerous. And I realized in that moment that I was in denial. I didn't want it to be smoke. I didn't want to know what that meant for me. It was so interesting to watch my response. And she's like, mom, just go outside and smell it. So I did, I went outside and I was, it, it didn't smell like barbecue. And still I found myself saying, uh, you know, it's okay. And I realized that it wasn't just my denial. It was me thinking that I was protecting her by not acknowledging that. And I wasn't doing it consciously. And it was late at night. I really didn't want to think about the idea of packing up. I didn't want to think about more sirens and what it could mean. I know that there was a part of me underneath it all that was just wanting to be safe. I really wanted her to feel safe because we had many, many, many months and if I'm honest, years, and it still happens when she's super tired that she goes into anxiety around the smell of smoke. That's a trauma. That's a real thing because we got to call at four o'clock in the morning. Got to evacuate. Bring everything that you really are attached to. <laughs> and it was, we had just left our whole world. So it was everything in her mind was, was what we were attached to. So we did, we packed up everything. Yet coming back to the point is that, you know, there's this deep feeling of let's protect our kids. And sometimes I watch people do it in different places where they don't want to speak the truth around something because they're protecting their children. The problem with this, and this is no offense to meant, you know, to whoever doesn't feel comfortable, that's your personal choice in your family. And that I do not discount that in any way. Everyone has to manage things their own way. My own personal experience, both through coaching and working with clients and myself, is how important it is to validate a truth that a child has. Now, the truth for her was, I smell smoke. That is not barbecue smoke. Are we in danger? Am I crazy? And I came back with, you're crazy, essentially. I didn't mean to, but in retrospect, I realized that there was a, a, a sense of discounting her knowledge. Now, the next morning, I received, a me I think, a message or a mail from my mom saying, you know, oh, the air's quality is really terrible right now. And, you know, because of fires, not even from here, another area, and so it was very important to me at that time to take a moment. And I'm not trying to be all high and mighty. And then I was so perfect and I went over and said, but it was, it's important part of the process is that I went and said that, uh, you know, you're right. And she's like, oh, she made some comment. And I said, hey, look, <laughs> not everybody's going to always say that you're right because we all have pride and ego and all this stuff. And I said, well, you know, she's seven. I do say these things out loud. I said, I want you to know that you were right because you were right and I, that when you smell that, 
and you were sure. And she said, I really knew that wasn't a barbecue. And you said it was a barbecue. And I said, well, maybe I didn't want to think that. And so we had a chat about it. And, and I let her know that it's in another state. So for the moment, we're okay. And who knows what's going to happen here. It did kind of trigger for me how we have gotten a little bit relaxed. And we don't, you know, have things in at least in one general or a couple general areas. And maybe we need to have our list again. And, you know, have a, a couple things just sort of an awareness of um, our organization. I did find myself diving into more organization in certain areas of the house to be prepared. So why am I sharing this story with you? Well, I'm sharing this story is one that is funny. What did I see? Oh, I saw um, the last thing he said to me or something like that, which I loved because it had, you know, Sausalito and, you know, Marin. It had our whole area, like, not far from here so it was familiar territory Mount Tam but a big piece was you know after about 10 years when you're on the run you kind of tend to relax you know and make mistakes and uh, if you're hiding from powers that be of some some kind or another um, in this case we're talking about fires right <laughs> but but that you you tend to kind of go okay we're okay now and I think that we all do that in moments and there's nothing wrong with it. I think we need to move on with our lives and find joy and happiness and not be jumpy about everything that, you know, you may have experienced in your life. And yet, uh, you know, sort of find the balance. And so, you know, we all have traumas. I'm sure as you're listening to this, you might be thinking of past traumas. I can go through and I can think like, well, illnesses I've had and bullies that I had both as kids and as adults. <laughs> Uh, you know, stalkers, yep, had that too, you know, uh, the experience of earthquakes and tidal waves and um, fires and windstorms and all kinds of things, right? Uh, guns outside, it doesn't even have to be something so natural, right? There are so many different things, not to mention things that happened at home, happen at home, you know, you've got miscarriages and incest and, you know, on and on. And we pass these forward without realizing it to our children around certain things. That's, I think, the biggest work, right, as a parent is how can we not pay our traumas forward by echoing that out to our children, allowing them their own experience versus creating fear around things that we've experienced. But I now know that she has that there. And and you know about things that your kids have experienced or you've experienced where there's healing and love that is needed there and you know it's so powerful and strengthening and connection building with your the members of your family to acknowledge things that have happened you don't have to pretend that they don't you don't have to you know be a rock star and everything's great you don't have to wallow and go deep down into, you don't have to necessarily do 20 years of therapy. Everybody has their version. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. Yet speaking it out loud and not, you know, allowing things to have breath and, and an exhale, maybe allowing the, the, the truth of what's in the room or out in the yard, whatever it may be, like ours was out in the yard, uh, it, it takes away some of its power. And that's incredibly powerful. And that's what I hope the most to pass on today is that reminder of there, all those traumas that are in the room. I guess that's the takeaway. 
is remember you have traumas. I have traumas. Our kids have traumas, some that they've spoken, some that they haven't to us. They may not share everything. We may hear it. We may see it. We may understand it or not. And the same for them with us. Yet when they come into the room or we smell them in the air, we acknowledge them, allow them to be spoken and allow everyone in the room to kind of exhale because whether we say it or acknowledge the things that have happened or not, there are right moments where it feels there's something that's needed to be said, even just for a moment, in order to de-energize that rather than everybody holding their breath, try not to say anything. We don't want to talk about the fires because we never want that to happen again. But there's something about speaking it out loud that brings a sense of control or, or balance to things. And I encourage you to find your way inside of your family to manage those things that you've experienced loss of income or gaining massive amounts of income, more work, less work, moving, pain, death, grief. There's so much in our lives that we experience every day. And finding your way, encouraging our kids, young and old, to find their way, to let it be real, yet not to take over. And not to bury it. If there are emotions that come through, finding the way to work through those two. Whether we exhale them and then play a game and laugh. Or we go for a walk and we just allow it in silence. We go to therapy together. <laughs> Who knows? I just hope today or in the days coming, in the years coming, that when these come, these moments come, is to keep integrity and honesty and openness and find your way forward together as a family. I wish you a beautifully imperfect day. Uh, definitely jump down in this description and there might be something down there for you. We do have a meditation for family and uh, an Etsy store, which will be slowly growing with different things uh, that I think I'll put in there this week as well. Uh, and I will see you next time. And next week will be fertility and being a midlife mom. All right, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Imperfect Parenting Podcast. We hope you found some valuable insights and tips to help you navigate the challenges of parenting, your path, and accessing joy and health. Remember, it's okay to make mistakes and take time for self-care. If you'd like to connect with us, jump onto Instagram at IP underscore parenting or Ariel Green Anderson on both TikTok and Instagram for fertility. If you're interested in learning more about anything you heard on this episode, be sure to check out our podcast description where you'll find resources for parenting, creating success in work and life, and even fertility, including a couple of free meditations, which I just had a lot of fun creating from the heart. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd be grateful if you'd share it with just even one person that you think might benefit from it. And if you want to throw out a thank you and support this journey and this podcast, please consider clicking the link in the description that says thank you. And, uh, you know, we're going to put a little shout out to you every month around the 9th 
on our social media just with a collage and uh, a little hey to you. Remember, it's okay to embrace imperfection and prioritize self-care. We hope you have a beautifully imperfect day out there. Thank you so much for listening.